Welcome to the Co-Founders Podcast. Real-life stories from startups to billion-dollar iconic brands. Conversations with industry disruptors and inspiring leaders. Brought to you in part by WeWork, the world's largest network of co-working spaces. More info at WeWork.com. And the Pro Business Channel, uploading the future. More info at ProBusinessChannel.com. Now let's join our host and guests on this episode of the Co-Founders Podcast. So uh, welcome once again to the Co-Founders Podcast uh, show, and we're here on our Pro Business Channel studios. We have a great lineup of guests here in the studio joining us here today, and this show being brought to you in part by WeWork, and Craig Williams is in the house as usual. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. Glad Are you ready for this one or what? Yeah, even with this view. It's a little overcast, <laughs> but it's beautiful. It's our buckhead, a billion dollar, but we just did an upgrade since last time we were here, yeah, because yeah. yeah. we did some math. On the, there's no million dollar building out here, so we did the math, added up, so it's our buckhead, billion dollar view. Yeah, and rubbing shoulders with who we rub shoulders with hey yeah I mean, hey it is what it did, is right all right did you uh, win the lottery or something like that yeah. hey. <laughs> look at our we're guest gonna be talking yeah we're gonna be talking about billion dollar funding and so forth so before we introduce our first guest let's welcome also joining us in the studio here today in an upcoming episode or a segment i should say anthony uh, strayhorn welcome to the show thank you thank you for having me yeah so give us a little teaser what you might be chatting about today we're talking about health and fitness all right now that is a metaphor to life okay yeah. Sounds good to me. Can't go wrong with that. And so how do folks give you like a website or how do people get in touch with you? So just my name, AnthonyStrayhorn.com. Okay. Also, I have a social media page, Facebook, StrayFit, ATL, S-T-R-A-Y-F-I-T-A-T-L. You're going to talk about what's new in modern day self-care, right? Yeah, I'll talk about some things like that. In lifestyle. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. All right, so stay tuned for that. And uh, also alongside uh, Anthony, we have Dale Sizemore is joining us. You're going to be talking about a new widget or that you're bringing to the marketplace talking about VoterWorks. Give us a little teaser on that. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, yeah. VoterWorks was designed to help people who want to run for political office find the most engaged voters. So let's come up with better choices than we ended up with in 2016. <laughs> right, right. Well, we're okay. doing our part. All right. And it gives us a little teaser without too much information. But so this is going to help people in what? respect in terms of their campaigns. It helps people find the most engaged voters cost-effectively, reduces the barriers to running for office. If people think it's really hard, they're not right. going to run for office. It shouldn't have to cost a fortune to run for office. It doesn't have to now. We can show you how. Paint by numbers. Moneyball okay. for politics. Okay. I like that. Oh, Moneyball for politics. Nice. Um, all right. Well said. Also joining us in the studio is uh, Michael Hightower. Uh, Michael, what are you going to be um, uh, chatting about here today? Well, I came to shine Cash's butt's shoes. That's my job, man. You know, I mean, you know, I'm a professional. The, re the reason I just about, I had to park the car to get up the stairs after I shined his shoes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, I mean, I'm on my own. Very quickly on, on next Monday, and Mr. Butts is, is the panelist, uh, there will be a session at Georgia International Convention Center that's next Monday from 7.30 a.m. until uh, 1.30 p.m. dealing with, it's called the Marta Get Ready for Transportation Summit. Essentially, it's going to include uh, uh, top officials from the region as it relates to the transportation projects and, and to kind of further empower opportunities for small and women and veteran-owned businesses. A lot of folks who cash has helped to, to really build capacity for the past several years. As we all know, Renew Atlanta has a lot of projects going on right now with that already a, a, a uh, we have 
Hartsfield Jackson, which of course has a phenomenal growth uh, uh, spirit throughout the state and the, and the region. And certainly we are uh, today with the voters passage, uh, I'm going to go ahead and claim it of these references. All right, go for it, yeah. <laughs> so, so I think what, what a better time Monday morning after to say, how do we make this happen and involve small and minority owned businesses? Absolutely. Well said. And we're going to have a, a little bit more conversation with you in just a moment. But how would folks find out about your event or yourself and well, I think the first of all, I, I, I my info, I think right now I will uh, include that in my later comments. Okay, know. sounds good to me. I guess so. All right, so you mentioned about veterans, um, and so that's a great segue into uh, welcoming uh, Cassius Butts, and you're the um, uh, regional um, with the SB, Southeast for the SBA administration, been in a few times, yeah. right? And uh, so you're going to hear, hear the newest uh, news, and what's going on in the SBA, but tell us about this Veteran Small Business Week um, that you recently celebrated, and uh, what who participated and how, what did that look like? Well, first of all, I want to thank you very much for uh, allowing SBA to be a part of this. Again, it's always good to be with you, Rich and Craig. Absolutely. You talk about national veterans. I feel like I'm a veteran at this now. This is like, <laughs> right, it's fun. It's fun. And also having some great folks here today and also, of course, with uh, my Mr. Hightower here at the collaborative firm is always good company. Yep. Uh, next week is going to be interesting because it, we're celebrating uh, National Veterans Small Business Week uh, and it's, it's something that we've taken uh, a hands-on approach to making certain that our veterans had the opportunity to realize their entrepreneurial dreams. And uh, we branded uh, National uh, Veterans Small Business Week with uh, hashtag MyVetBiz across the nation. Nice. And so this administration is honoring our veterans in a lot of different ways. And this is just one way we think is going to be really important to us. So last week was really important. We thought that really making certain that um, our veterans had an opportunity to uh, to be highlighted and also to be appreciated. So conversations with hashtag MyVetBiz uh, can be followed on Twitter, and you'll see a lot more about that coming up soon. Well, just as you're speaking, it just all, all of a sudden went viral, just like that. Just like that. <laughs> just like that, yeah. Just like that. Um, so what's also exciting is we've never had this conversation. You have some new uh, initiatives, and I especially wanted to have you. We've been on the Buckhead, I think, the Georgia Business Radio Show before. Yes. But this is uh, one of our newer uh, um, spotlight shows or shows in the studio, the co-founders and startup show. Yep. So talk to us about some of the new initiatives that you have up your sleeve, and uh, specifically the Startup Day initiative. So uh, one, one of the new initiatives we have is uh, SBA's Growth Accelerator Fund. It's a competition initiative that falls under SBA's Office of Investment and Innovation. And it's a very popular, important program to our office. We help a lot of entrepreneurs stay on the cutting edge of technology. Uh, last week, we announced a um, total of 850,000 um, uh, have gone to 17 new winners of the SBA's third uh, annual Growth Accelerator Fund. And each organization is re receiving about $50,000 from the SBA. So wow. That's, that's $850,000. That's right. Participants. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's for wow. participants. It's pretty cool. Awesome. Uh, but I wanted to make sure we had our numbers and our facts um, uh, correct. One of the things we also did uh, this past fiscal year was startup in a day initiative, and that's an initiative that aims to start up uh, reducing the time that it takes to apply for permitting and licensing at the local level. And so, you know, you have a lot of folks who are familiar with this process. Michael Hacktel can tell He's you shaking his head directly yeah. about how that can be a challenge. And if you get through oh, yeah. that more efficient, you know, folks can actually start to realize 
entrepreneurial dreams a, a lot sooner. And so uh, we've had some cities who, who have reached out and received funding for that. Uh, we think about while fair zoning rules, licensing permits are important to ensure public safe, safety, um, it shouldn't take that long just to get your license done uh, at, at these different municipals. And so I have to admit, the city of Atlanta was one of the first uh, folks who actually signed on. Uh, that's how we roll. That's right. You know, right here in the city of Atlanta, we received fifty thousand dollars. They're going to start an online platform. It's going to come out soon, and so um, we're just happy about it. And you know, a lot of folks are really encouraged as well, too. So, is this pretty much as it as it says, startup in a day initiative? Is it, I mean, what does this look like? Is this yeah. people collecting together, and you guys bring the resources together and help them uh, navigate those waters? Or yeah, so the initiative it's grown to like right now, uh, uh, probably hundreds of cities throughout uh, the country, and uh, signing on basically makes. It, puts you in a position with the city to say, hey, we're going to come up with a way for you to get through the lines, to make them shorter, yeah. to make them more efficient. You know, and just make, and, and sometimes you may not have to come to City Hall. It's an mm -hmm. online platform. It's what we're really reaching to get to. So you don't have to come to the city, pay for parking, pay for time. <laughs> There's an app for that. So, so yeah. it's like the Disney Express Pass, right? You you know? Just cut out all yeah. the lines. Yeah. Just cut it all out. <laughs> but, uh, but these are some new innovative uh, things yeah. that we're talking about, really getting involved that's making our cities a lot more efficient and also to compete not just domestically, but also abroad as well, too. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> I thought oh, Craig had a, had a comment there. Whatever. Yeah. No, I was just, I'm all into this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because the SBA being the leader as far as giving out the money, but also using utilizing the tools that they're going to share with others so that they could amplify their businesses as well. So Absolutely. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. And so what's the calendar or timetable for these uh, growth accelerator uh, comp competitions. I mean, is this going on a regular basis, or is this an annual, or what does uh, what does that look like? So, so it's 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 a couple of different things. Our growth accelerators actually have um, a, a time frame. Excuse me. We actually announce um, at the beginning of the year. Okay. And it actually goes on throughout the calendar year, and we right. try to keep it open for folks who apply before the end of the year comes up. And so you'll see more policies and more start dates when yeah, yeah. the next administration. Sure, when it, as it rolls out. Okay, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and what about like, um, uh, what is some of the criteria to participate or how does it, um, how do people get involved? Sure, yeah, so definitely uh, you have to be a viable business. Uh-oh. Um, uh, yeah, you got to <laughs> yeah, have business license. When okay, business check, license, check. You got to have that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but really, it's really just, if you're in the incubating stage or you have a product or something that's making sense, you have something that's scalable, then we want to talk to you. And that's okay. another thing that our, our office and our small business development centers are available for to help you with that. And so just be in that place where you actually have that product, you have your business license, you have, um, you're ready to go. Um, and you may be looking for financing. So we want to help with all three. You think that's something that we could host at one of our events? Possibly have you come out over to our WeWork uh, creative space? Yeah. And, and we'd love to have that. Yeah. We finally that's got the space completed. And well, I think it will be perfect. And, and we'll be even more perfect for you guys. Um, when the new calendar uh, season rolls in, um, I'll be rolling out. But you will also <laughs> always have Lola Crest, who's our regional oh, communication. Yeah, she's always oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lola. She's the anchor, yeah. Rock and roll Lola from Pensacola. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like one. that. So, <laughs> I haven't heard that one. Yeah. She's all turned around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She told me that on her first day on the job. I just okay. cracked that. No, but no, really, she's going to be a place, and she's uh, very instrumental in making certain that the word gets out. And yeah, so yeah. that's what we want to So, yeah, it's perfect, perfect person to help make it happen. I'm sure you're going to be a phone call away for some of those people who need some kind of advice. You know where I'm, I'm going to be sitting right with Michael Hightower. Oh, okay. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. These good things happen. I hear you. Well, that's a great segue. We're, um, 
I just want one other topic before we segue into Michael because yes. that would have been a perfect segue. But I do want to talk about National Small Business Week, which is which is uh, uh, close to our heart, dear to uh, our, dear yeah. our heart. Right? Yeah. yeah, our middle name is business. Uh, we've had probably two, three thousand people come in the studio. Most of them, although we've had some high-powered, some celebrities, uh, CEOs, mm -hmm. uh, billion-dollar companies, but a lot of these folks are fit right in that wheelhouse. That they're not that big box uh, store, right. which we have a lot of those in Atlanta and home-based. We're proud to have those, right? Yep. But talk to us about um, this initiative that you guys have been doing for quite a number of years. This isn't something new. No, no, it's not. So talk to us about So that. National Small Business Week, uh, this is something that's been, on, been going on for some time. The president actually declared this to be the week to acknowledge small businesses. Yeah. Um, it's actually May 6th, uh, 2017. Uh, district offices are actually now accepting applications for folks to really be recognized during this week. And so some of the categories that we want small business owners to apply for uh, to give them exposure, networking, and free marketing. Uh, previous winners of National Small Business Week may include Ben & Jerry's, Callaway Golf, uh, Chobani, Dogfish Head, Stony Field Farm, Pacifica, and Tom of Maine. And so the National oh. Small Business Person of the Year is selected from each district office, and um, they get to go to Washington, D.C., uh, May 1st. And some of those um, categories include Small Business Person of the Year, uh, Exporter of the Year, uh, awards for disaster recovery, federal procurement awards, mm -hmm. uh, persons who are actually involved in that area, and so awards to our resource partners as well too, and our small business um, investment company of the year as well too, and so, and of course, Pro Business Channel. We talked about this the last uh, time. I love that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right? let's make that happen. Yeah, yeah. That's so, best uh, Pro Business Channel of the Year award. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we have our own category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> so that's coming up, and I, I would be remiss if I did not acknowledge that on November twenty sixth. Uh, it is uh, it's Small Business Saturday. And so, so we just want to make sure folks are, are going to participate and support your local small business as well, too. Yeah. I know the campaigns you see on the TV and so forth, and it's just, uh, it kind of just does warm your heart. It's like these people, uh, I, I, you probably know the statistic better, but it's upwards of the 90 percentile. 90, right? Yeah, and almost 98.5% of the country runs off of small business. The economy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Could I, so, could I talk about this guy for a quick second? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, Go for it. That's a good segue. Yeah, so, uh, no, 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 really, not because I really don't care for this guy. He went to Morehouse College. <laughs> oh, you know, here we go. Here we go. Hey, security. We need. Uh, how's our security in the building? Uh, yeah, bring Tina in here. Yeah. When persons get rejected from Clark and Leonard, they go to Morehouse. I mean, you know, but really, uh, and I went there for grad. You said you're good. You guys are good friends. Is what you said. Great <laughs> friends. I've learned so much from Mike. No, no. But really, uh, his administration in this region, seriously, has reached out to more business in a practical manner. Right. A lot of times you see bureaucrats, they go through the motions to, to check the boxes, right, Ms. Pensacola? But the folk <laughs> could really touch people mm -hmm. and make it work. Yeah. And I'm not saying just because I like him as a friend, mm -hmm. but that's the difference in making things happen. Right. Yeah. You know, how do you make it work systematically? Don't just go through a seminar and say, fill out the form. So that one is just brag on that guy for no. that. Well, well, well said. Because you do have a lot of, uh, sometimes a sense of these big government agencies and that they're so uh, distant, you know. But when you have, uh, when you see the, the work that they're doing in eight states that you uh, you help coordinate, right? Yeah, we, we so. grab our, 
record total of uh, almost $30 billion dollars have been backed in small business in the last six years. Our record breaking, I think we did almost one point, but a little of $1.6 right here in the state of Georgia this past fiscal year, another record. But to Michael's point, it wouldn't happen not just because of me, but because there are some folks here, you know, Dale and the rest, everyone here is actually a small business. And when you're mm -hmm. taking a proactive approach right. to talk about highlighting folks like here, right. like the, like Michael's doing next week, that's what it really is about. Because if we don't take care of our small businesses, who will? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we're going to, uh, let's segue to Michael. But first, uh, Cassius, how would folks get in touch with the SBA? And so Rock and roll a load from picking up. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get that domain name when we're yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, It's really easy for us. So in Atlanta, 404 331 and the rest of it is zero one zero zero. You know, last time I gave out my personal cell. Oh, nice. Yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. No, but four zero four three three one zero one hundred, and also follow us at SBA Southeast. Um, follow us on Twitter because we send out information all the time. Yeah. We're located at two thirty three Peachtree Street on the nineteenth floor is where the district office is located. Yeah. So if you have an idea, we're open to listen and, and hopefully we can help you at no cost. Yeah, I, I've been there in the partnership with Score. I mean, there's just so much good stuff going on, and, right and we're on. ambassadors as well. So if you can't get over there, just stop by Buckhead at the yeah, Pro we're Business. Right. We're on a direct shuttle right yeah, from yeah, here, don't we? Yeah. It's called MARTA. Yeah, it's called the Pro Business. Oh, there it is. Michael, walk Michael, away, yeah, buddy. Just Michael, walk away. That's why we picked this studio, because of the train location and yeah, access. Right between two stations, Buckhead yeah, yeah. and Lennox. Oh, yeah, we've right. had people fly in and just come in the studio and then fly back out. So, oh. so Michael, talk to us uh, all things, uh, what's happening on your side of the table over there. Well, essentially, I want to first thank you for, for allowing us to be here. And Absolutely. I, wanna, I am going to create some distance from this Morehouse guy. I really don't like this Morehouse guy, but seriously. Uh, we'll edit that out, Cash. Uh, okay. On Monday, uh, I want to, again, it's, I want to credit Marta because uh, what Marta has done through Ferdinand Risco, who uh, Cash yeah. knows, has really taken steps to expand out, to extend themselves, to try to make sure that more minority women-owned and veteran-owned firms are able to participate in a lot of the procurement opportunities over the next several months and years ahead. Uh, very specifically, on, on Monday, starting at, uh, actually at 7.30, uh, registration and 8 o'clock session, we're going to have a variety of sessions uh, that deal with the uh, uh, transportation opportunities from a procurement standpoint. That includes, of course, Hartsfield-Jackson Airport, uh, the city of Atlanta, Renew Atlanta, Clayton County government, DeKalb County government, Fulton County government, and in session one, of course, we are honored to have, in addition to Mr. Risco, President of City Council, uh, Cesar Mitchell, we have the Vice Chair of the State Department of Transportation, which wow. is a huge entity yeah. with opportunities, Todd Long, who runs Fulton County's uh, operations regarding uh, management, and Chairman Jeff Turner for Clayton County Commission. Mm -hmm. I think that's the first uh, session. Following that, you know, one of the things that Cassius always talks about is building the infrastructure for business, you know, and that is how do we provide uh, access to, uh, uh, how do you perform certifications and other critical tools for, for small businesses to develop their companies? I think, so the infrastructure is important. Right. And before you go see this guy, you got to be ready. That's right. So this will be a hands-on, very open session about the infrastructure okay. certifications. And also with that, uh, Stacey Key, who is no stranger, Georgia, yeah. a minority small business development center will moderate that session. And we'll have the three 
purchasing leaders from the region, from Clayton County. Of course, we have uh, Carol Rogers and Felicia Strong Whitaker from Fulton County, a longtime uh, friend, and, and Talisa Clark from DeKalb County. They operate those operations. The next session, very quickly, we'll talk about the four C's, credit, cash, capital, and coverage, or risk management. And cashes. That's it. <laughs> This is your send send off party, by the way, Cash. And so in, in those four categories, you know, each of those four C's are critical for success. Uh, in determining what's the risk factor when you have jobs, opportunities, how much insurance do you need? Right. You know, small things that People don't think about Well, there's so many people. moving parts, right? And exactly. to figure that out on your own, I mean, um, when you have these resources available. Okay. And uh, and then we also have, obviously, capital and, 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 and revolving cash, as, as, as always, we, we talk about, and, and the issue of credit. The next session, of course, we'll talk about uh, uh, opp the opportunities that are out there. Kim King from the state DOT. Wow. Uh, she's awesome. Larry Scott, the mayor's, mayor's, mayor's office of contract compliance. And Dave Springstead the assistant general manager for the capital programs at, at MARTA. And finally, uh, at lunch, we're going to culminate with three superstars. This is, uh, That all happened before lunch? Before, yeah. Wow. We, we do it big. you guys getting started. Oh, man, early. <laughs> we do yeah. it big. And at lunch, uh, Keith Parker, MARTA's uh, oh, yeah. dynamic leader uh, uh, who's doing a That guy's a been a game changer. Job. He he uh, he will be at lunch of uh, one of the highlighters, uh, Faye Massimino, who's uh, Mayor Reed's new person that runs Renew Atlanta. She came from Cobb County government, mm -hmm. and of course Roosevelt Council, the gorilla at the airport. Yeah. So wow. gorilla in a good sense of those opportunities that that have grown that region and the state as to what it is. With all those people in one place, I mean, who's running the store back at? You know, uh, <laughs> and, I mean, and, the, and the contact number you asked me. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's four zero four. Nine zero six one eight eight two four zero four nine zero six one eight eight two. That's the contact number. And hashtag GRT. That's get ready for transportation. Mm -hmm. Hashtag GRT. Yeah, thought that was exciting. Get, get rich or something, but <laughs> <laughs> GRT. But um, and uh, so. We'll uh, post that on the show notes as well, but uh, tell people one more time, uh, time, location and so forth, yeah. You certainly, uh, Monday, November the 14th, this Monday, uh, 7.30 a.m. until 1.30 p.m., and registration is about to close uh, as we speak. Uh, uh, MARTA has also allowed for this to be no admission. Oh, what? Now, you, uh, Michael, you got to open with that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm trying. I was wondering if we were on the list. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Now we are, yeah. Yes, we can so. get in. So, so that's it. All right. Well, well, well said. Um, thanks again for being in the studio here. And now let's turn our attention. Uh, before we do, run our listeners once again, you're listening to the Pro Business uh, Channel with our billion dollar Buckhead View here in uh, Atlanta. And uh, this is a co founders podcast and startup show. So, um, so Dale, take it away. Thanks again. Appreciate it. Uh, it. It's nice to hear y'all talking about startups. This is my eighth startup. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I uh, actually just exited one about two months ago. Okay. And, Congratulations. And, and sold it off. Thank you. And yeah, uh, started it, ran it, and, and sold it off there all at one time there over a course of six years. So we, mm. we you know, beat the, the odds, the time frames, and all that. And uh, I've been involved in the startups here in, in the Atlanta area, the metropolitan area, for about those oh, six years now. I've led the startup circle for 
founders and startups up in Alpharetta for about okay. two and a half years up there at the Alpharetta Tech Center. Oh, yeah. I've been working with ATDC for several years as yeah. well. So I, I get it, what you guys are saying. And uh, it, it, it's really a vexation to the spirit to start a, a small business. And there's a lot of things that has to happen all at one time, any one of which can be not so pretty. Uh, <laughs> is that so true. Uh, one of my friends says one, one company per wife. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, and, and I think he's right. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a different thing. taxing. Yeah, it really is. Um, I started, uh, well, my partner and I started VoterWorks. He's a city councilman up in Alpharetta. Okay. He had come to the startup circle and where we share ideas and just best practices and right. things. And, and he kept coming. And uh, the reason I let it was because you can't leave these ADDB students alone in the room. You just never get anything <laughs> done for two hours. Mm -hmm. And after a few uh, visits, he came up to me one time and said, you know, when I ran for political office, it was so hard. I just threw my name in the hat. But it was really hard to go do this. I didn't know where to go. I didn't right. know who to see. Everybody thinks it costs a lot of money. It's, it's awful. Uh, I mean, why would you try to raise a hundred thousand dollars for a, a job that pays twelve? You know, <laughs> right. Duh. Uh, so right. he said, "I think there's a way that we can improve the political DNA of our country, have better choices, have better people engage, and improve the conversation. If we could just reduce the barriers to run for office, right. uh, I, I'm in. I'm, yeah. I like that. So we started this about two years ago. Uh, we started VoterWorks, and VoterWorks was is designed to go through, and uh, as I said, money ball for politics. It's designed to help find the most engaged voters and put a score by them. Okay. So it's like a consumer report, you know, good, high like number. Yelp. Yeah, area. high number good. Okay, right. okay. <laughs> so if you said, okay, I'm running for, uh, I don't know, city council of someplace. Uh, where do you start? Well, why don't we find the most engaged voters for men, women, black, white, Hispanic, Asia Pacific, and, and create a message for each one of those cohorts and said, here's what I would do for you if I was a city councilman. Right. Uh, if you have kids, here's what I would do for you. Well, so we're able to go back for eight years and create uh, a voting history based on algorithm and says, here's a score. Is for the individuals, is for the uh, households as well. Uh, use that for your mailing list. You can send it to those people uh, more frequently. And then there's one for your, your walk list where okay. you, you go and it's like, you know, hey, Michael, would you help me with my campaign? Why, sure, Dale, I'd be happy to. Well, here's a thousand people to contact. Mm. Well, that's my day to watch the cat, Dale. I'd love to help you, but uh, gee whiz, uh, <laughs> instead. Instead, I'm not going and saying, Michael, in your voting district, here's 82 cards. Uh, they're scored by address here. And go to Pin Oak Lane. There's only three uh, houses there with a decent score. Go knock on their door, put it on the bird box, and be done. Well, my wife's getting her hair done Saturday. I can do that during those times. That's how you're able to get those people, then get the voters and get the, the, uh, the volunteers to help you out. If you've got a message for the people, let's just say, though, the black females in your district, right. well, who are the ones that are the thought leaders in that community? Who are the ones that you ask for restaurants? And they were able to identify these people, go engage with them, get a sign in their yard. All of a sudden, this becomes efficient. And you get better people to be able to run for office. I can see the result of that, the application, but, but rewind for a second. So say Craig's running for mayor or, or, or uh, governor, right? So, I love that. <laughs> right? So, so, um, so how do you identify or, or do the voters self-identify themselves? Do they go online, they interact, or you have a team that identifies them? Sure. What we've done is we've gone through and gotten uh, public records of uh, voting history. Okay. And uh, it, it's slightly uh, easier than raising a Wolverine cub. I mean, it's, it's really hard to go get this information because you have registered voters, and then you have voting history, and you have to crunch those together, and you have to do that year after year after year after year, and kind of clean that data up a little bit because uh, some of it is... Uh, 
uh, interpreted. You know, for example, the, the local clerk may put in um, Alpharetta. Well, that's the name of it. Well, they put in City of Alpharetta instead of the word Alpharetta. Okay. Things like that. Right. So we clean all that up, make it easy for you folks. And so if he says, I want to run for governor, he says, I want to buy this from VotaWorks. And within 24 hours, he's got a customized list that he can play around with and slice and dice all he wants. How about the write-in ballot? I mean, I, w I was wondering about that. Uh, yeah, that's recently. very important because yeah. we're actually able to identify those that vote historically absentee. So those are the early voters. And those are the ones you want to get to soonest. And so you make your priority to go contact them first. And then you're able to parse it out from there. So all of a sudden it becomes a plan instead of just waving your arm and screaming and yelling, trying to run your business during the whole time. Wow. So this is um, uh, for somebody running for office. Yeah. And basically you do uh, all that, you gather all that public domain information. Yeah, it makes sense of it. Right, it makes sense of it. And then organize it. And then it's then available for those folks to invest with you. And uh, I mean, what's your business model? Yeah, uh, the, the candidates is very straightforward. Again, we want to make it painfully simple. They buy a one-time report from us, uh, the local type version uh, for county commissioners, people like that. It's $199. Okay. You can't get in a car and go down and get the votes for that kind of money. Right. $199. If you want to run for governor mm -hmm. for the statewide, it's, it's $2,000. Again, you'll save this in postage. Wow. And here's an example from a, a customer from just a couple of weeks ago. He said he spent $40,000 in postage in a previous election. This time he spent 10000 with us uh, using our list right. and got 60% better results wow. of it. Hmm. I know I go to a mailbox and I'm like about 20 different <laughs> flyers in there from campaigns running or whatever. Yeah, it seems kind of redundant. But, but how right. many of them came and told you something that was unique to you and them and how they could yeah. relate? That information is just Well, good. they weren't waiting at my mailbox to uh, talk to me, so <laughs> I guess none of them. Yeah. That's exactly right. So, you know, be smart about it. You know, like everybody, like the other folks were talking about it with uh, running small businesses, Find out all the things you've got to do and go do them in a sensible manner. A political campaign is very much like a startup. Think about it. Yeah. I mean, you got a short amount of time. You make your idea. You got to hey, get a team this, together. Got to get a team. Got to raise funds. Got to yeah, go out yeah. and sell, 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 and then it's over. You know, you're either elected or you're not, and so you're out of business or you're in business. And so what we've tried to do is apply a lot of the startup principles that I have seen over the last several years, many years, I won't say how many, yeah. uh, and apply those same, you know, what works and what doesn't work. I mean, That's pretty ingenious. So, um, Thank you. More, uh, more than the pretty faces. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so how would folks find out about it, and what's, what stage are you in here? Uh, we are, some people say it's a seed stage. We've got real product, real market. Okay. We're in three states, Georgia, Florida, and North Carolina. Wow. Uh, we've got 82 paying customers as of this date, so nice. they're not affiliated, not my cousins or anything right. like that. Mm -hmm. We have uh, endorsements from people. Uh, they can go to VotaWorks, V-O-T-E-R-W-O-R-K-Z, VotaWorks.com, uh, and they can read about it, learn all about it, see the little movie, buy you know, by early, by often. All right, but, nice. um, it's it, nonpartisan, right? Nonpartisan. Yeah. And actually, it's an interesting point. We've had people come to us and say, we tried to get the tool from our own party, and we they wouldn't give it to us. Mm. We had to get it from the other party and pay a lot more money. And I, this is wrong. Yeah. But uh, it's so nice on Tuesday night when the, the local candidate calls you up at, at about 10 o'clock at night and says, Dale, we won by 162 votes. <laughs> right, yeah. Wow, wow. That's a big deal. I this mean, could that, revolutionize the way things are done. It, better, right? it should. And, yeah. and it, it certainly could. And now, we've had people say, I want exclusivity. What? I said, yeah, I want to buy both licenses. I don't want my opponent to have this. I was like, 
Okay. okay. Like to yeah. check out for two, you know. <laughs> but it, it's nice when you hear judges and people like that saying, uh, this is a, a big deal. And it ranges from the dog catcher up to Congress uh, that have used us. It, it wow. really surprised us. We had to go back and change our order form. Four people running for Congress used us. Dang. So it's it's really been a fascinating journey to be able to touch the lives of some of these kind of people and make a difference. Nice. You want to expand that? Maybe can we kind of do a joint venture throughout the metro region? There you go. Oh, I'm, we're, we going to launch it right Yes, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's right. What time is it now? (laughs) Exactly. It's time. It's time for our next segment. (laughs) Okay. So uh, Anthony uh, Strayhorn, right? Yep. I didn't even look at my notes here. Where we are. So, um, so we've known each other for a little while. You were in quite some time ago. So we're going to talk about updates now. And you're all about the uh, the health space. All right. So uh, talk to us about what a day looks like for you. I mean, what what um, where do you spend your time, and who do you work with? So I'm a I'm a health and fitness coach. Right. And uh, I work with a community of people um, that are involved in health and fitness. It's called the Your Day Balance Game. Right. I'm an independent trainer, uh, contracted with the community itself, right. and day to day. I uh, teach people how to understand how exercising and health and wellness is just a metaphor to life. It shows us how we experience life. The microcosmic experiences of exercising and what you eat oftentimes translate to the macrocosmic aspects of life. So what I do is I create more connection, more purpose, more understanding that it's all connected. Everything that we do in and out, how we show up as a father, how we run our businesses, you know, how we relate to ourselves, all all deal with health and fitness in some bigger, bigger game, a bigger picture. To definitely have a uh, what's interesting about the community as well and the products uh, the product that they offer is an experience that helps assess the individual from the inside out and I definitely see some synergy with he and Dale when they're talking about the, the caliber or the calibration of the individuals that are running for office uh, I think there's a, a great marriage there to help assess those people who are running for office in a different manner a more uh, substantial manner starting with character you know, character fitness type of uh, approach. So yeah. that's pretty interesting. Bill can help them run their campaign and Anthony to run on the track. Uh, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So, um, uh, so how long have you been at this and kind of what, what's what's next? Uh, what's on the horizon? I've been on about four and a half years. Okay. You know, previous to that, I was in the corporate sector right. as a design engineer. My background is chemical engineering, education, and previous profession. Okay. Before that, so um, I started my I started my business or being a personal trainer and health coach in 2012. What's the um, biggest challenges that people may not think of in terms of uh, working with a client or getting uh, getting on board the fitness train, if you will, right? Because they're switching their habits and their paradigm, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's all boils down to, to uh, understanding psychology, understanding psychology. The mechanics of health and fitness is one thing. I mean, that's a small, that's a small part of the iceberg. Yeah, yeah. The bigger part is really getting people to understand how to build their inspiration, to keep it going, to to build their why, to to live passionately, and to find a bigger meaning to why you do it. Because a lot of us just go very surface. We right, always yeah. stay for the vanity of our bodies and just for the, the egoic aspects of how we look as right. opposed to seeing that how you take care of yourself translates to how you are taking care of your business, how right. you're taking care of your family, how you're taking care of your finances. Constituents, yeah. All of it t- all ties in. And even I, the analogy, the metaphor of running uh, every Saturday at 7.30 in the morning, we lead a four-mile front run. And the basic psychology of running 
that I coach people around is that how you run is how you run through the week, how you run your business, how you run through your tasks and responsibilities. Yeah. It can show whether or not you're persistent, right. you have stamina, you have the breath, you have the capacity to take on things. Because, you know, Monday starts, there's a whole bunch of emails in your oh, inbox. Yeah. Mm. Tuesday builds up. Wednesday it settles down a little bit, then Thursday might shoot up. So it's just like a run. After one after mile one, it's you know, it's easy. Mile two, okay, I'm feeling my legs a little burning. Oh, yeah. Wednesday, the third mile, you start to feel a little bit more. And then, you know, it's just You get in that zone or you have that uh that runner's high. Yeah. Uh, I know I just started uh, biking quite a bit. I hadn't done that in okay. years and it's it's ridiculous how little cardio that I have. I'm I'm just struggling to go up the smallest hill. It's pretty embarrassing. But I've been doing it now for uh about six or eight weeks mm -hmm. and now it's it's not as big of a deal. Yeah. Right? You start to wrap the mental muscle around the physical as yeah. well. And then you start to see how they all play a part. So uh, talk about spillover because we're on the business channel here. Mm -hmm. So um, I imagine a number of your clients are uh, in some capacity in a business role. Mm -hmm. So uh, what are some of those conversations uh, look like as far as some success stories that they've had mm -hmm. that, like you, you mentioned earlier, that spill over into their business? Yeah, so I work with a lot of entrepreneurs because most of them have flexibility. Yeah. And they're typically looking to see how they can spend more capacity physically and mentally and emotionally to handle the, the aspects of building the business, keeping the business going, creating more, connecting more. Um, you know, I've had I've had a client that uh, she owns her own Brazilian waxing salon. She was okay. actually the first woman in Atlanta to bring it here. Okay. And uh, since she's been working for me almost four years now, she's definitely had more physical capacity because she did suffer from a lot of chronic diseases. Wow. But the biggest part was just understanding what created that. What were the what were the circumstances? What were the things she was taking on in her life that? you know, created those chronic diseases, yeah. you know, and, you know, a lot of it had to do with nutrition and this overall lifestyle, but just a lot of the beliefs and the, the, um, the values that she had in her life that, you know, you know, created the space for her to experience those things. Because otherwise it's a conflict or a train wreck, right? Yeah. Um, well, a couple minutes left, but we've been talking about fitness, but let's switch gears a little bit, not or not switch, but talk about nutrition aspect of it okay. and, and uh, how we cook and eat. And I know I'm looking around the room at these busy entrepreneurs spinning a lot of plates, right? And um, yes or yes, it can be a challenge like um, getting in good food on a regular basis. So what are some takeaways or uh, some shortcuts or how people can... Um, make better choices or in a, in a busy full schedule right yeah sometimes it's easier just to grab something and go yeah for me it comes down to what's priority what's value what's the highest priority value so for me it's it's what I put in my body not just physically but environmentally socially yeah. all kinds of different foods most of our food that we ingest is subconscious information food <laughs> so yes you know you I just make that up right now or no. well, <laughs> that's a good one it's just what comes to me you know, food. how you know how I just coach and everything what yeah. comes to me so um, Off, would you say it's almost like when you get stressed out and folks just start snacking on stuff because they're stressed yeah so actually you know yeah. one thing that I found out the other day if you spell desserts backwards mm -hmm. It spells stressed. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So dessert spelled backwards is stressed. So it's, this, it's no coincidence that people do go for comfort when they're stressed. And it's, it's not that there's no such thing as a wrong or right thing. It's just that you see a common pattern. And when you learn how to break the pattern, you learn how to change your life. Yeah. 
Because yeah. Yeah. that's all we're, 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 we're a blueprint of patterns and we learn how to break our patterns. We can change our destiny. Mm. So uh, the takeaway, you know, we have a lot of opportunities to go to farmers markets, Whole Foods, Sprouts, I mean, all the businesses around. But just prioritize. What's your value? You want to if you want to feel lighter, you, if you want to have a more energetic experience throughout the day, eat something lighter. Drink some water, eat some fruit, you know, have a salad, maybe have less half a burger instead of a whole burger, half a sandwich. <laughs> right. Maybe instead of going for ranch dressing, balsamic. This that's that's very simple. That's that's a very the simple. cumulative effect of that. I mean, I, I won't go off. I've talked about quite a bit about my uh, um, obsession with reducing sugar in my diet, but it's been 22 pounds. And, and uh, mm-hmm. I just it for a couple for several years now. And that's all I did was just monitor. I don't, I don't eliminate all sugar. But wherever I'm looking, if I'm buying a loaf of bread or buying whatever two items, and even sure. if they're not the best choices, yeah, it just you know because there's so there's so many moving parts. Otherwise, to Absolutely. kind of monitor and uh, and but yeah, I just eliminated that, and I look at two items, and that has nine grams, and this has four. Go with that, yeah. And over time, it's it's amazing difference. So, a couple more minutes, but um, uh, before we kind of uh, finish up with a little roundtable session here, uh, Anthony, let us folks know how would they reach out to you. So they can reach out to me. Um, my website, anthonystrayhorn.com. Um, I have a Facebook page, uh, StrayFit, A-T-L, S-T-R-A-Y-F-I-T-A-T-L. I'm also on Instagram at that same um, that same title as well. Okay. Um, email, S-T-R-A-Y-F-I-T at Gmail. Okay. Social Security, home address. <laughs> whatever way it takes, whatever way. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so gentlemen, um, uh, let's go around the table real quick in just the last couple of minutes, and let's talk about um, uh, what's either what's on the horizon for you, what's next um, in your ventures, uh, or what's a good day look like for you? What's a recent accomplishment, um, right? So, uh, Michael? Oh, yeah, I, I was, uh, first, let me say thank you again. And, uh, and last year, I, I think this is my fourth time here. I you think guys, so, yeah. Uh, he look, he looked fifth time we charge you the first oh, four man. are free yeah <laughs> I mean I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some uh, an EBT card from this guy here uh, February twenty third our our fifteenth annual South Metro that's right yeah. Been here yeah. Before. yeah you yeah. guys have hosted us before and maybe if you can give me a good deal maybe you can be on site let's work on a deal a better deal great I, yeah I need, well Craig's in charge of that yeah. I need a, I mean, oh okay I'm, 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 okay so we'll work it out we'd love to do that yeah. we did leader cast seven thousand okay. people at that event yeah. so, so um, anything business and it'll be the fifteenth year of the conference okay and we're gonna to focus on a variety of top topics that, that, that hopefully affects uh, all of the region, but especially South Metro. I may even try to get Mr. Bus to come to the South Side again. Love it's, to. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be our 15th uh, mm-hmm. Holiday Conference, so okay. I'll be back to, to, to discuss that if you're, if you're allowing And we'll be on so, site. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll make that, let's make that happen. Yeah. Uh, Dale, what are, uh, what's a good day look like for you? Uh, when we're able to get people who are interested in running for office and they call and they want to know how they can make a difference and what options are available and you just hear the sigh of relief yeah. from their voice go, wow, this is, is exactly what I needed. Thank you. You, you really helped me out or their wife or their you know, yeah. family member. Someone's like, wow, th- this finally gives me hope. Yeah. And uh, Anthony, you're always living such positive energy. What's a bad day look like for you? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> well, no, that's a good day. Uh, well, yeah. Challenging moments. Um, okay. Most of I just have challenging moments throughout life. You know, I, I don't look at bad days. Look at uh, my day as opportunities, lessons. Yeah. You know, and, and there might be times where it'd be challenging to say, okay, I'm happy right now, yeah. or this is. But you know, for the most part, I understand how to recontextualize or just re-examine the whole yeah. situation. So 
Well, it's, uh, I was just kind of teasing about a bad day. Yeah, it yeah. does remind me of uh, Dr. Norman Vincent Peale was once interviewed and said, I was asked, I mean, this is a guy that's the father of positive thinking. And they said, well, you must have bad days like everybody else. He says, yes, but the difference is he chooses not to dwell on it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Cassius, finish us out here. Well, you know, this is uh, probably well, probably my last time. I know, a little bittersweet, yeah. Capacity. But it's been good. I mean, over the years, you know, I've seen you guys grown for having to get to this place with this yeah. beautiful billion-dollar view. Thank you. It's been really, really exciting just to talk to all the entrepreneurs and the folks who are making some great things happen. And it's always good just to hear what's taking place in the community. You see a lot of the involvement. You hear the numbers, and you really see the – we get to see the fruits of our labors. So I have to thank um, our, our great team that we have, Lola Crest from the regional office. We just are just excited about what's taking place in 2017. One of the things that's coming up is on the 31st uh, in January, going to be speaking to American Express open for government contracting for all the folks that's going to be here in Atlanta, January 31st at the Marriott, downtown Marriott Marquis. I believe I'm doing giving keynote address and I believe that the mayor is going to be speaking. I'm going to introduce him. He's going to give the big keynote address. And so it should be a good time. Yeah, It should be a good time. But we're going to also continue to stay involved. I will, you know, no matter who's in the right. office, I'll still be here hanging out with you guys from time to time. And Absolutely. So love it. Just want to thank you again and congratulate you for keeping small business at the forefront for a lot of folks you know without you guys and without having the opportunity to hear what's taking place with our small businesses people wouldn't know about it right you know so again thank you uh, Rich and, and Craig and I really appreciate your efforts we appreciate you and we look forward to doing more things together in the future most definitely yeah. well, we can't end on a better note than that hey, so so I'm not going to say a word <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next time in the next episode of the Co-Founders Podcast righty. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Co-Founders Podcast, brought to you in part by WeWork, the world's largest network of co-working spaces. More info at WeWork.com. And the Pro Business Channel, uploading the future. More info at ProBusinessChannel.com. Use the social media links here to share this show. To submit a guest request or listen to more episodes, visit CoFoundersPodcast.com. 